Hello. Hey, how's it going? Hey, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to take my call. My pleasure, my pleasure. What uh, what can I do for you? Okay, so, um, well, I I guess I, I figured out a good portion of it, um, uh, especially the, I think I figured out, but I, I'd like to run it past you, um, the the portion with my parents. Um, uh, I think the reason I was feeling a lot of stress was actually because I was, uh, oh, I, I, okay, do you want me to describe the situation before it or should I just tell you so, what I... It's absolutely up to you. I figured out. Okay, good. I have freedom of choice. All right. Um, let me see. I, I guess. Uh, sorry, if you can't tell, I'm kind of nervous. Um, no, no problem at all. Just to, to take your time. There's no rush. All right, great. Uh, uh, so I I just moved out of my friend's house. I was living there pretty much for free, paying whenever I can, um, because I I just recently got a job. Uh, back in the area that I, I want to live and um, they were helping me out for a few weeks and I, I recently moved out into a very affordable uh, roommating situation and uh, that's great and um, one day I was having uh, some diff- it was raining really bad and my, my car was having some uh, some trouble I had, I had stopped by my parents house to pick up a, uh, a gift card for some groceries which that's this is another story but um uh and my car just died while i was over there and i i just i just got really upset really really just devastated like i just felt like the world was going to crash around me just because my car um had had um had died out and i like started crying and it was it was really uh it was strange and i i i i i i i had the feeling at first and then i thought well since I'm feeling it. I should go with it. So I, I just kind of let let it kind of explode. Oh, good. For and you. yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm really glad I did that. Um, and but I think where I goofed up was then I went to talk to my dad, expecting, I guess some something, you know. Well, anything. that may not have been a mistake, right? Yeah, but I, I guess looking back on it, because um, it was just like. I, I had to go to work in about uh, 30 minutes or so uh, before this, and uh, and he he was just you know you got to be a man you got to you got to get out there and why are you crying you know that kind of attitude and um, and sorry before you went to your father with your upset did you feel that that would not be his response? Um, I I I can't really remember to be honest i well i mean unless you're a masochist you must have had some thought that he would be you know kind or curious or yeah. empathetic or whatever so so yeah. what i'm saying is that it may not have been a bad thing for you to do to find out that's a good point. more facts right about the relationship yeah because obviously i was still unsure about it or i wouldn't have gone to him yeah i mean uh, this is just annoying i mean i'll stop being annoying lecture guy already but um, I wouldn't assume that it was a mistake. I would be curious that self real time relationship thing. Just be curious with yourself yes. and say, I wonder why I did that. That was very interesting. What did I learn out of that that I didn't know before and stuff like that. That's great. Thank you. Thank you for reminding sure. me of that. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that already makes me feel a lot better about that particular situation. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I guess what I learned was that I it, it's we're really at the same place even in 
when I feel like I'm at the the bottom. But I I guess I'm more curious as to why I felt that in the first place. Right. Like why I really just because the car turned out to be fine. It, it worked uh, after I got off of work, uh, after the rain had subsided, and uh, it, it, I mean there there was nothing wrong with it. It's still fine. But even sorry, even if there was something wrong with it, even if it uh-huh. had died completely. It would still be worthwhile being curious about that response, right? Definitely. It's not, it's not like, well, it was okay to feel that if the car <laughs> had been broken, right, or completely. Absolutely. But so, but I, so I think it's wise for you to to be curious about that. But uh, sorry, absolutely, can- absolutely, absolutely. And um, uh, I train of thought has crashed. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, it was my fault. I, I interrupted. No, 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 I no, apologize. No. So no, I like the interruptions. About- trust me. Yeah, we, I'm we just were talking nervous. about going to your dad uh, and being upset, and he was a little harsh, I think you said, like, uh, yeah. be a man and don't cry. You had to go to work within half an hour, and then I began my endless interruptions. So it was around there. Yeah, and after I got to work, I started kind of RTRing it at myself um, because I, you know, I, I don't really uh, talk to too many customers. It's not too busy. Um, so I, I was able to work and, and do a lot of inward thinking uh, and, and try to figure out why I was uh, ha- had such a reaction to my dad more than than to the actual situation. Sure. Um, and I, I I remember a, a a quote that I had heard lots of times before, but I I heard it recently on one of your podcasts. That was um, that your 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 true self kind of screams when um, you keep introducing it to destructive people. Um, yes. And I, I, I think that's what I've narrowed it down to. And um, uh, I, I don't really know for sure, which is why I guess I'm having the call, because I, I feel very um, uh, just a, a, an unsettling feeling about the whole situation. Now, the situation, uh, you mean with your father? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And... Um... What uh, what is this now? Just before we start, and this is my usual caveat, so just you know, want you to be completely aware. This is just amateur guy in a red room. It's no, no Definitely. professional advice here. It's just my particular thoughts. I just wanted to be clear. So take it as a complete grain of salt. If it's useful, great. If not, feel free to to discard it. But uh, I'll take it as a whole salt shaker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so tell me a little bit about uh, about the, your history with your father. Um. Well, my 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 dad has always been that kind of um he he's kind of the kind of guy where uh, he's just he seems so passive that he seems like the cool guy like the cool dad you know it's like oh i hate my mom but my dad's cool you know but it, it, he's so not. It's like so laid back he's like horizontal and barely breathing right <laughs> yeah 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 sometimes not breathing at all right. and just completely um completely just uh everything's all right you know he's the peacekeeper in the family he even calls himself that and and that's and what is the peace that he needs to keep uh between me and my mother (laughs) but um i mean and i sorry to interrupt again i I know you're going to have the temptation to laugh um, oh man! You know, you know, and you hear it when oh. other people do it, and you're like, "I oh, never yeah. do that when talking about something so serious." Oh, that's... But it's inevitable, and I just wanted to oh, point that out. Terrible. It's easier to go on if you don't do that because it's otherwise it's disconcerting. So anyway, go on. Definitely. Oh man, I can't. I know it's funny. I because you, you hear it. that and you're like, oh, "I'd never do that." And it's like, "Oh wait, I just did." Wow, that's <laughs> so strange. Sure. Wow. Sure. Um, that's great. Thank you for that. Sure. Um, uh, 
Yeah. So the, um, sorry, the peace that he needs to keep between you and your mom. What's uh, what's that? Oh, my mom's just awful. My mom's, I mean, my dad's awful too. Don't get me wrong, but my mom is vocally awful. You can just see it. Like they went through a whole pseudo divorce thing. Um, a few weeks ago, I I really don't remember the specific date, but they they just completely um went through this whole thing because I, I refused to go to Thanksgiving or it wasn't that I refused to go to Thanksgiving. I said I would go, but it's just, I already had plans, you know, with really good friends. I have a great friendship and with these two guys and they, they both listen to FDR and they're really, I mean, we've been really working on eliminating all the dishonesty in our relationship and it's really great. And these are the friends I was staying with recently. Right. And I'm so glad that I have those guys, you know? Oh yeah. Uh, Oh, I'm I, I'm I'm amazed. I'm amazed. I'm amazed. And uh, as we very, often say here in philosophy circles, good friends are sent by Jesus. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. And um, so your mom, you were saying she's vocally awful. What What does that mean? She, well, like I I heard her say, um, and I've never heard her say anything like this before. So it really shattered me at the time. But I heard her say, uh, you. She was screaming at my dad, you should hit him for what he says to me, you know. When did she say that? This was after she started threatening him with the divorce and... Oh, you mean before. like a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, yeah, sorry about that, yeah. No, so she was asking your dad or, or suggesting to your dad that he should, I mean, what, punch you? I mean, you're too old to spank, right? I mean, so is, oh, yeah. is your dad supposed to punch you in that in that scenario? I, I don't, I, I would assume so. I I... I guess so. Uh, but she was screaming it. She was, I mean, I heard it in the other room. I, she was so you're in the house and she's saying this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awful. It was really terrible. I just, and and then afterwards I thought, you know, if I were in the situation as my dad, I would really want somebody to talk to. So I just, you know, I, I just cried and, you know, I was like, tell me about it. And, and he just completely... He was like, you're going to have to leave, you know. He, she's my wife, you know. And, oh, it was awful. I really... So, I mean, sorry. I thought, Let me just make sure I understand. So, after this, okay. after your, your mom left or you had some time alone with your dad, you were upset and you were crying and you were talking to him about this and you asked him how he felt about what your mom had said and this is what he yeah. said, that I have to stay with her and you should leave. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I... So I, I, I was in really tough... I mean, I'm really worried about my financial situation. And I I was I had just got a job and I just wanted a place to stay that I could uh, it, it, that was affordable enough so I could spend some, or save some money and I and I was completely aware that I didn't want to be with my parents but it was worth it to to save some money and I didn't want to impose on my friends and and I I didn't th at the time I didn't think I had anywhere to go I thought I was going to have to sleep in my car and I was just completely devastated i was i i really wanted to i so your dad basically kicked you out is that a, is yeah, that an unfair way to me put out it that night yeah and what was the um i mean a i'm completely sorry but let's let's keep oh. moving with what was the incident that or a series of incidents that precipitated your mom's statement which is not to say that the incidents caused your mom to say that but uh -huh. what in her perspective was the sequence of events that led her to that uh, the, that's that perspective Definitely. Um, she, uh, well, she had said, she had asked me about Thanksgiving 
and I said, I, I'd rather, I, you know, I'd, I, I, I don't remember the exact terms, but I really know I was being honest. I was being as honest as possible. Mm. And I was just completely trying to, I was kind of testing it. I w- this was the first time that I was really trying to be as honest as possible with a tough situation that I knew she would get emotional about. And uh, at, at one point, now this is something I really don't, know where it came from but i she was just going off about how i'm sorry uh, to interrupt you but i'm just getting a bit of bumping and grinding from your (laughs) microphone uh, which i guess means you're pacing or something like that if you could just hold a bit still uh, oh sorry i'm i'm wrapping the i'm wrapping and unwrapping the cord around my toes (laughs) oh okay (laughs) good to know but if you could not do that but sorry please go on about thanksgiving with uh, with your mom of the honesty okay and i i said you know i if if you have it earlier in the day or if I can come by earlier in the day, I'll do that. That's fine. But I, I've already made plans with my friends and I'd really rather spend Thanksgiving with them. And um, they uh, uh, or she was really upset, you know, oh, well, I don't think you should stay here if you're not going to be a part of the family. And um, and I. At one after she was going on this rant, and at one point I, I I I don't know where this came from, and I'm really curious about it still to this day. But I couldn't help but smiling at one point, and I didn't mean to be sadistic or anything like that. I really wasn't trying. It was really, it uh, it felt really uncontrollable, and I was uh, uh, trying not to uh, trying not to laugh or something because she was being utterly ridiculous, and I I didn't want to laugh at her. I didn't want to even smile. But I was having a real hard time keeping the smile down. down. At one point, she was like, why are you smiling or why are you grinning? This must be funny for you. And I was like, I'm not meaning to. I don't mean to offend you. I'm really sorry. I don't know where it's coming from. I'm trying to hold it back. um, But I I really don't know where it's coming from. And it it just that that really got it escalated. And I I just continued saying, you know, I, I really feel more comfortable around my friends and I'd really rather spend them spend time with them at Thanksgiving. And, Sorry to interrupt, uh, but did you recall, do you recall what, what it was that caused the smile? I, I, the, I mean, I think it was, it was just the, I mean, I think it was just the ridiculousness of the situation. I, I had heard it in my head so many times before and seen it on like TV and sitcoms, you know, this whole, um, you're killing the family kind of attitude and, and heard it in so many podcasts that it, it just, it, I I don't know why I smiled. I, I, I know why I thought it was uncanny, but I don't know why I, I particularly smiled. Right. I mean, I can understand, I mean, a, a parent being disappointed, but your view was, like, I'd be happy to split the day, right? Like, I'm going to have dinner with these other people, but I'd be happy to come by earlier in the day. Yeah, So you're, yeah. you're trying to set up some, and you're an adult, right? I mean, so you're yeah. trying to set up some... Some preferences, and and you weren't doing this to punish her. You just genuinely no, wanted no, no, no. to spend dinner with your friends. So you're trying to set up some reasonable boundaries, and you get this what, hysteria. Is that an unfair word? This aggression of like, if you can't come to dinner, you're destroying the family. You're not part of the family. Is is that sort of how it went? Oh my God, yeah. And just come, and eventually it just turned into a yell fest. She just went in uh, my parents' room and just started screaming at my dad and. Um, eventually like said, okay, I'm leaving, you know, and it was a huge, long scream, just scream fest. I'd never heard anything like it from my parents before. Well, Uh, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but did, um, was it because like you didn't, you didn't give in, is that right? Like you, you held your, no, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't give in. Isn't that why it got so Uh, exaggerated? That's, 
Yeah, that's that's definitely why. Because you know, she she may try if, if she's a bully, and it sounds like she's pretty aggressive, right? But you know, they'll try various strategies and various tactics to get what they want, right? Absolutely. Like yeah. I want you to come to dinner, and I mean, certain people they don't know how to do it in a positive way. They uh-huh. don't know how to win you over to come to dinner. So yeah. all they can do is threaten and bully and guilt, like negative, right? Negative uh-huh. economics, and uh, uh, and so they try all these different strategies, and it it will continue to escalate until they feel that they're actually not going to get what they want. Definitely. And then they find it unbearable and they either will lash out or leave in a very aggressive way. And I guess your mom left and asked your dad to lash out in that way. Yeah, 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 definitely. And of course she came back the next day and it it was all, uh, it, it was back to normal, everything's all right, happy to happy. Like nothing happened, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like an episode of The Twilight Zone or something. Sure. It was, I, and, oh, and just the way my dad defended her just shocked me. Because I thought, you know, if, if there's going to be any time that I can get through to him, this is it, you know, this and is it. what was it. your dad's, um, I mean, what was your dad's defense about this shocking behavior? <laughs> Appalling no, behavior. Sorry to I mean, laugh. Sorry to no, laugh. no, but it's appalling behavior for a. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I understand what you mean about it being funny, because it it oh. is. It's like a cartoon character. It wasn't I, funny I mean, at it, this it, point. It, it's ridiculous, and I can I can completely understand how there's humor in in what she was doing because it's 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 ludicrous. Yeah, like and, it's and like the, it's like watching some really over the top comedy routine. Yeah. Yeah, and it really wasn't funny at this point when I was talking to my dad because I was oh sure I was so hurt when he started saying you know she she's my wife, I mean they're they're Christians so they can't can't really get divorced or they can but I mean uh, uh, they would be looked down upon from all their friends because all their friends are in the church, and uh and I was I was just com, com- I, w- I was in bawling in tears and. Sure. Just completely devastated. I, I thought, you know, I can talk to him now. He'll maybe he'll be able to see, you know, if, if there's any hope at all. This this would be a great opportunity to have an honest conversation with him and show him what it's like to have somebody who actually cares about your feelings, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and instead of somebody just yelling like a banshee at you and telling you to hit your kid, you know. Right. And and no, he he was. He said I had to get out, and he he just. Not. I I mean I cried more. I. I was just got more escalatingly scared and and shocked and <sighs> I'm so sorry god what a what a terrible day what an absolutely oh, yeah. terrible day and what a a profound revelation about the family dynamics yeah yeah and definitely. and in my opinion like look i mean in in my opinion it's 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 obviously shocking and appalling that you're but that both your parents would behave in this way but the real problem to me is not that people act badly. I mean, you know, I'm not saying that you or I would do this, but but I think we can all get a couple of get out of jail free cards if we just lose it or go go nuts or whatever. Uh-huh. But it's it's what happens afterwards, right? And the real shock is the next day, like nothing happened. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not like somebody sits there and says, Oh man. Did I ever lose it yesterday? Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't know what the hell was going on. I'm sorry, like I really apologize. That I think, I think that's okay. I mean, I wouldn't want a whole lot of those in any of my relationships. But if somebody uh-huh. really did say, "Holy crap, did I ever go off the deep end yesterday?" and I don't know why, and let's talk about it. How are you feeling? I'm so sorry. Blah blah blah. 
But it's this bizarre, surreal, nothing happened bit that oh. is that that to me is worse than than the blow up. But to me, again, I don't want to sort of put my feelings onto you, but but that's the part that is the really, uh, if I can say, it's the nail in the coffin. Is is the denial, not even so much the explosion. Oh yeah, definitely. Like the next day, I I talked to my mom at one point, and I even said, you know, you said you told you yelled at my dad that he should hit me, and. And she did completely denied it. She said she didn't recall it. She didn't remember it. And, oh, I wanted to throw up, you know. Yeah, because I, the only alternative is oh. to take ownership and take responsibility for her actions and actually advise <laughs> her to get help. Right? Yeah. Which she clearly doesn't want to do if she's going to simply deny that, that she said it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's not the kind of thing you're going to forget. And it's probably not the kind of thing that she's going to forget either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. What a... What an absolutely horrendous two days. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like that whole night, I, I went to, I hung out, I went to my friend's house and uh, the, the same friends and uh, I, I just, the whole night I just felt like really quiet and really, you know, just, just terrible. <laughs> right. And then, and like I, 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 the next day I suggested to my parents that I, um, or to my mom that I go to therapy with her, but then she never, she never really wanted to. And then now I really don't want to because now that I think about it, if she's willing to lie the next day about not hitting me, then there's no way we can make any progress progress in a in a therapy session. Yeah, I mean, what, what I'm just an amateur, but it doesn't sound to me like she has the. Uh, she's not, as they say, it, she's not a good candidate for, for self-knowledge, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. so, um, but, but tell me about what you were feeling when you were at your friend's place. Cause I guess it was Thanksgiving for them. So you didn't necessarily want to lay all this on the, their family. Is that right? So, oh, no, or, no, no, sorry. This wasn't Thanksgiving. Oh, oh, uh, this okay, was sorry. Uh, the weekend before. Oh, okay. So, so you went over to your friend's place. Did you talk about what happened with your family? Was it, was it another yeah. kind of social engagement? Well, yeah, we, we, we talked a lot about it the, the whole night and, uh, I think I cried a few times and, and we're, we're all really great. I mean, it's amazing that I could have the conversations I do with these guys. Uh, uh, and it, that relieved a lot of stress, but I was still like, not myself. Uh, I was really quiet. I didn't want to play video games and <laughs> well, I mean, we or, still had, or, or you were more yourself. <laughs> Right, because you were processing some kind of... I mean, oh. this is not something that just came out of nowhere, right? Oh, I mean, obviously, this has a deep history within your family. This kind of behavior doesn't come out of nowhere unless your mom yeah. got hit by a brick or by lightning or something, right? It has a complete personality change. So in a sense, accepting this level of aggression within your family was something very close to, to your experience in the past, which obviously, and for a very sensible reason, you had suppressed your knowledge of, right? Otherwise, you yeah. wouldn't have gone to, to try and figure this stuff out. So this sort of quietly um, processing information that you've obviously had for many, many years is is actually, I think, close to your true experience of your family, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. And like, I, I can't ever remember my dad yelling, but I, I can remember my mom yelling mostly behind closed doors. Um, like any, any sort of... Uh, um, argument would happen behind closed doors, so I didn't really see it full on like this time. You mean and an even argument this was... between your parents? Yeah. But yeah. what about um, your mom's interactions, your mom's interactions with you? Uh, 
I'm I'm I I remember that they were very cold and kind of do it my way, but I don't I other than like a, a I mean other than recently I don't really remember any scream fests I really don't, and I, I maybe I'm just suppressing that, but um, well, how were you? Um, I mean, if if it's the appropriate phrase, I mean, how were you disciplined when you were a kid? Um, I, I remember I, I was spanked about six times, mm-hmm. um, but that stopped really quick because I, I laughed during one of the spankings. I, I guess I never took it seriously, so they just stopped. But still, and I mean, I'm not you? trying to, um, my dad, okay. but my, it was, I think it was always my mom's, uh, uh, punish- yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, and, uh, and what else? Um, uh, a lot of oh you're hurting your mother kind of attitude um so a guilt. Lot, yeah um right. a lot of uh um i'm trying to remember cuz high school was the biggest one for me because i was half homeschooled um by which parent my mother you were half homeschooled Does that it was mean? like it, it was half online it was actually a pretty cool school if if there were good parenting involved it, it was half online and half or I guess one third online, one third in classroom, and one third homeschool. Mm-hmm. So it, it was a neat course, but I unfortunately I had my mom as a teacher for for a good portion of it, and that and you said that was high school. Yeah. And, and why were you homeschooled? Um, because I was. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just curious. Oh, because I, I was. Well, their reasoning was because I got bad grades in public school, which is where I was in for junior high. I was in a Christian elementary school um, up until junior high. Seventh, All right. Eighth grade. All right. And um, why? Why do you think you got bad grades in that school? Um, I mean, obviously, very intelligent. I, so I'm just so curious. <laughs> well, I, I, I never really took an interest in anything until after I graduated high school. Uh, in no form of education, I really didn't care. <laughs> I really just, and I, I, I can, I can see why because I, I mean, I hated doing homework. I hated if this was involved with learning, I didn't want to learn anything, you know. Um, I, I, and sorry, you said your parents were Christians, and what was your attitude towards religion around junior high? Around junior high, I, I guess I was the kind of I would. Oh, around junior high, ah. Oh. Man, I'm trying to remember specifically. I I think no, it, I was, approximately is fine. I mean, it doesn't have to be too specific. I was just going to church. I was just starting to go to church at that point. So I had I, my my parents hadn't really gone to church up until that point, and I Sorry, was. Sorry, they weren't Christian until you went to junior high. No, they they were, they were Christian. They they just never really went to church, and um, so I I started going around junior high. Sorry, and, you and your parents started going. Yeah, yeah. And why did uh, they start going? Well, they say it was because I kept asking them, like, why don't we go to church, you know, if we're Christians, which would make sense, you know. Do you remember asking that? I I think I do, yeah. I I remember once. I I do remember that once. Uh, Okay, so instead of telling you the truth, they just started taking you to church, whatever that truth was. Yeah. Well, I I know the truth now because my dad didn't want to – my dad liked to sleep in because he, he worked all the time and you know, really, I mean, the same reason I didn't want to go to church later, but I had to, you know. Right. Now, and, did, uh, but now, what was your relationship to to God at that time? 
Because, I mean, I, you know, going to church is one thing, but did you, like, was Jesus on the cross for you? I mean, what, what was your relationship yeah. to that? I, I was really into Jesus. He was a cool guy. I, I really, um, at junior high, I was still kind of learning about it. I was always a class clownish guy, but in, in high school, I really wanted to be a youth pastor, and I was really working my way towards being a youth pastor. Um, like, I was definitely dedicated. I really like children. I've always been great with children, and I... I thought, you know, if this is the most important thing, you know, we might as well teach it to kids, right? And sure. thank, thank, thank the fake God I, I found this. <laughs> right, right. And so, um, so would you, you were somewhat apathetic in junior high? You, you didn't really care about the courses? You didn't care about, um, I mean, but you said that you were quite into, into religion at that time. So there was, was that a positive thing for you? Like you cared about Jesus and, and becoming a youth pastor or was that later? Uh, the youth pastor was later, but I cared about Jesus to the extent that I could have a lot of friends in church and at school because I could hang out with the Christian kids. And it was, uh, it was, I mean, it was always, I always knew it was a real social gathering. Like I, I always knew that I was going to that church because of the social aspect. But I, I really wanted to be, the youth pastor thing was completely different. It was like, well, if I become a youth pastor, then it's okay that I don't really feel too strongly about going to church, you know, it was kind of a, um, I, I compensation. guess, yeah, 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 for, for me not to, not really, I mean, I hated Sunday morning church, hated it, hated it, hated it. And now, is that from the beginning when you were first taken, or did that yeah. grow over time? Oh, that, that, that was right away, it was boring, and it was, it was long, and it was, oh, it seems it, almost oh. designed to put people to sleep, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Might as well have beds instead of pews, you know. Oh, absolutely, yeah, for sure. For and sure. just, um, yeah, but uh, I really never took it too seriously until I started working with an Awana group, which is like a after-school uh, youth group for littler kids that can do Bible verses and stuff. And and I always like I always like kids, so I was like, yeah, this is you know this this must be my calling, you know. Um, and did you um? Did you want to be homeschooled? Did you want to leave your your high school, junior high school? Um, I I can't really remember. I I I know I you know can't I didn't remember. Were you drugged? <laughs> what do you mean you can't remember whether you wanted to stay in school or not? I mean, you were two, right? Well, this is I, what like thirteen or fourteen years old. I remember that I didn't care. I, I mean, that's the only thing that I really remember is that I didn't care either way. I mean, I've all, my dad is a no preference man. He has no preferences, and oh, I. Oh, he certainly has preferences. Are you crazy? Well, you just definitely. finished telling me about all his preferences. Appease oh, my that, wife at any it, cost. Throw my kid out if he causes problems. Um, you know, have nobody get upset, and if they do, find the weakest person to make them suffer in order to appease the more powerful person. I mean, it sounds like he's got a whole lot of preferences. Definitely, definitely. I, I guess when I when I say that, I, I I guess you mean with regards to your mom. He doesn't express preferences because he knows he exactly what's going to happen. That's a good. Yeah, he he doesn't tend to. Because he heard you express a preference, like I'd rather go to lunch with you and dinner with other people. There's you expressing a preference, and he knows yeah. exactly what's going to happen, right? Yeah, yeah. So he yeah. appeases your mom. That's very different from saying he doesn't have preferences. That's true. True. Very. And just true. to be precise, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Um. So what does it mean when you say, I didn't care whether I was homeschooled or not? I mean, that's an important thing. I'm not criticizing. It's just an important thing to not have preferences about, right? I, I, a huge thing. 
I I only uh, to be honest, I really only cared about the social aspect at the time. I so so then if you cared about the social aspect, you were certainly going to lose some of that by being homeschooled, right? Yeah. So did you then have a preference to not be homeschooled because you wanted the social stuff? Oh, this. I mean, you'd be taking away from your friends and all, right? I mean, you got friends at school, you got clubs, you got hobbies, you got a locker, you've got a lunch group, you've got right, and that's all going away when you become homeschooled for the most part, right? Yeah, uh, but I've never really treated any of that with any significant importance. Like, I've never really had friends until recently. I, I've really only had – I mean, I I would call them friends, and but it's like if they went out of my life, then I would just never speak to them again. I just never really felt a connection with anybody until recently. Um and okay, so, it so was you like, went that, that. So for you, being taken away from the the I guess quote friends that you had at school wasn't that big a deal. No, no, it, it was it was like okay, well now I'll get to meet a new group of people. Maybe they'll be nicer, or cooler. It wasn't that I didn't like the other friends, but I I, I would rather just meet other people. So I, I guess I did have a preference, but it was just a very light preference because I knew I didn't have a choice either way anyway. Okay, you tell me then about a time when you were a kid when you you had a preference and expressed it within your family environment. Um, um, well, all the times I didn't want to go to church. And how uh, did that work out for you? Oh, yeah, I had to go to church. Okay, so when, when was the time that you had a preference, uh, expressed a preference and had, I mean, not necessarily agreed with, but, but listened to or accepted or at least... Uh, accept it as a possible compromise or perspective? The only one I can really think of that stands out is that I, I begged my parents that we were we were on the East Coast vacationing and I begged my parents to go to New York for a couple of days because we were going to all the boring states and um, and I, I begged them to go and, and we, we ended up going for two days and it was the best, best time I ever had in any other state. Mm. Um. Uh, and uh, was that uh, like you expressed a preference? Was it a big battle? But did you just wear them down? I mean, how did it happen? It it it, it was it was like a wearing down. But it, at the end, they were just like, okay, you know, it, they didn't want to make it seem like it was a wearing down kind of process. Okay, because I mean, wearing your parents down is not quite the same as expressing a preference and having it listened to with respect, right? That's true. I mean, I'm not sort of trying to say that it was bad for them to say, let's go to New York. I mean, obviously that was good for you, but that's not quite the same. Like just yeah. nagging people is not quite the same as having a discussion, right? Definitely. Uh, you know, to be honest, I can't think of any. And I think that's important. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So uh, anyway, go on. Absolutely. Um, and I, 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 I've, I've noticed in my life that I, uh, until recently, I've had a very difficult time um, vocal uh, – vocalizing a preference uh like saying you know this this is how i feel i usually say oh i don't care as long as everybody's happy you know or whatever some one of those lines right and um uh, until recently now i'm just (laughs) opinion fest 2009 you know (laughs) right uh, right. and which is great and i i I tend to be very respectful uh, about my opinions but i've just had this attitude that having an opinion is bad um don't do it and that's been a something I've really had to overcome lately. Yeah, and I mean, it sounds very wise, given your environment. Yeah, I, I, I would say so. I mean, it was tough enough to do what you did at your age if you did it when you were 13. I mean, imagine how tough that would be to see the nature 
of your family at that age when you had a long way to, still to go, right? <sighs> I don't I, I I don't know how I would have done it. I mean, I well, I you was, wouldn't have been able to do it, which is why you didn't do it, because yeah. we kind of wise that way. I think we all saw. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's that's excellent. That's an excellent point. I, I, I remember specifically that I when I was younger, I would I would just tell my parents everything about every like every sin I did or whatever. I would just tell them about it. And um, every sin you did when you were a kid. Yeah, a quote unquote sin. I mean, yeah, well, what are we talking? Like playing a playing a video game that had a bad word in it. You know, little stuff. My God, I know, I know. Ridiculous. No, I know. I look. I understand. I understand. I mean, I'm not. I don't want my daughter cussing up a storm. But I mean, yeah. what Christianity invents a sin for children to me is oh. completely ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it was a game about a squirrel. You know, it was. It wasn't even bad. I just. I. I. It wasn't too. And I didn't even like the game, so I stopped playing it. But then I just felt so guilty. So I just like, one. I remember specifically. I like woke up at like. I don't know what time, but I had already been asleep and I just was overridden with guilt. And, and I and I went into my parents and I was just like, oh, I'm sorry I played this video game that you rented for me without knowing it was rated M for mature, you know. <laughs> they rented it and they couldn't even read the, the parental label, you know. And what was the response of your parents when you confessed to this genocidal crime? Um... Oh, it's good that you told us we're not going to get you in too much trouble. I, I, I would always avoid trouble by just saying it and admitting to being wrong. Sure. In the, in the sure, past. because again, based on what happened a couple of weeks ago, you could see what happens when you try to express a relatively mild preference. Um, uh, you can see the results, right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Definitely. I mean, that's what I mean when I say like you bore yourself because you're actually expressing a preference in the face of an environment where it sounds like expressing a preference was functionally impossible because your mother would become hysterical and your father would sell you out. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Right. And that's how it always was. My father was definitely the, would sell me out. You know, they, they would have this rule where I would just want it. I couldn't remember any specific things that I wanted to tell, but it was like I felt bad about something and I wanted to tell one of the parents and, at the end of the conversation, they would sell, say, well, I have to tell your father about this tonight or I have to tell your mother about this tonight. And um, I hated that, hated that. So what's, um, what's going to happen now? Well, I, I guess now, I, lately I've been feeling kind of a, um, and, and uh, it's been kind of a roller coaster, which I think is kind of healthy. Um, in, in, in some ways, instead of just a sheer panic 100% of the time. Um, but I've been really worried about um, uh, finances and what I'm going to do in the immediate future and also in, in the later future uh, in regards to career or... And and I I know I want to I wanna do something in philosophy. I, I haven't decided what specifically yet, but... Um, I, I, I want to make a podcast. I want to write books. I want to do something. I, I'm, I'm smart. I, I can do it. I, 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 I'm worried about money though. I, 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 there's a big thing in my family with money. My, my dad has always been, you have to work hard, you know, um, and not very, I'm trying to think of the, the best way to describe it, but just, it working was a very big thing in in my family it it, it was um 
if you if you don't work you're not a man if you, you have everybody has to, to work you know it, it, even with the job i have now it's uh, when i told my dad about it, it it was like not good enough you know you got you have to get a second job and and now i i, I think i do and i i'm i i really feel like sometimes i feel a, a lot of anxiety like oh i have to i have to find another job i i have to save a lot more money i i have to uh, it, it's it's really confusing. If if you wouldn't mind, maybe some questions would be better because I'm having a very difficult time pinpointing it. Sure, sure. Do you know? Do you mean questions around the issues of finances or or other yeah, things yeah, going forward? Yeah, yeah let, uh, finances definitely. So the finances. Um, what is it that you wanted? Like, if you had all the money in the world, uh, what what is it that you would want to do? Oh, a- absolutely. Uh, I would. I would. I, I guess I'd like to uh, be a jack of all trades. I'd like to write music. I'd like to write books. I'd like to um, do podcasts. I'd like to do a, a, a lot of different things that that can bring in people from a lot of different directions, and I can show my ideas and and, and um, make money off of selling books or selling albums or donations what whatever it is just um doing doing something that i'm really passionate about and and i'm very passionate about about philosophy extremely like that that's that's the the, the main notch and what is um, preventing you from doing those things now i'm not saying you should be doing them i'm just curious if there is anything that is preventing you um well i i've i've been mulling around i i've been writing music but at a very slow rate, I guess I've been feeling it's more important to to uh, well, as far as the writing i I have been i mean I have been doing little things, but nothing in, enough to make money yet, like I've been writing some poetry i uh, I posted one on the f d r I've been writing some music um I've been thinking of ideas for novels. Um, I never really had any experience writing, um, but uh, I, I guess I just want to know where to start. I, I really. Well, yeah, you do. I mean, you just. I mean, yeah, I could just. I I could easily just. Right. right? I mean, and this is this is not a criticism, right? We're just looking at the empirical facts. You say, well, sure, I would like to do these things, and if there's nothing preventing you fundamentally from doing them now, and I don't mean that it's easy, right? But if there's nothing fundamentally from stopping you, then you may not be right about what it is that you want to do. You may be. You may be. I'm just saying. You know, when I get confused about things, I just go back to the evidence, right? So I think I want to do this. Well, am I actually doing it? Like, you know, when I was younger, I was like, oh, I want to be an actor. And then I would come home from theater school and I would write plays, right? And, and so it'd be like, well, okay, so if I want to be an actor, why am I not practicing scenes or learning accents or sword fighting or whatever, how to ride a horse and all that kind of nonsense, which is all useful for an actor? Why am I coming home? Well, the empirical fact is that I prefer writing to acting. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just the, because that's what I'm actually doing, right? So, uh, so if you have these dreams, and I think there's nothing wrong with them, and you may be right, mm-hmm. but... If you're not doing them right now, it means that they're lower priority than something else. Well, I, I am doing them just to a, not as high of an extent as I'd like to. And I, I, I've uh, been spending a or, lot of time. No, no uh, you're doing them exactly to the extent that you'd like ah, to. Right? <laughs> because there's no like to other than what you're doing, right? Tricky, tricky. 
Yeah, yeah it's true though, right? No, definitely, definitely. It makes uh, it makes one hundred percent sense. Um, I mean, we, just... we can learn about ourselves like an anthropologist, right? By saying, well, if I didn't, if I was just an alien beamed into this body, how would I know about myself? Well, I would look at what I was doing and saying, well, I guess I'm doing this, so I like doing this. Well, I'm not doing that, so I don't like doing that, right? We can learn about ourselves almost like a third-party anthropologist, and I think that reveals quite a lot about our true desires or preferences rather than the stuff that we say to ourselves or to other people. Huh. Hmm. Well, hmm. Well, I mean, I, 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 I have been doing these things not as much as I thought I, I just no, not as much say. as you as you as you think you should. Yeah. Okay. But, but okay. thinking you should is not the yeah. same as wanting to do something, right? Okay. That that makes in fact a lot it's of quite sense. the opposite, right? That which we think we should do, we almost always resist doing. Because <laughs> right? you, you're like, well, it would be good for the world, or good for you know, I want to show my passion for philosophy and help and fix the world and so on. But that's kind of like a should, like a destination, like a goal, like an ideal rather than what is it that I, as an individual, outside of the obligations or ought to's or should, want to do uh, with, with my life in the short run or the long run, right? But uh, I wouldn't... Oh, well, I, I definitely want, I want, I definitely want to, to, um, to do philosophy. I, I, I guess I'm having trouble... Uh, like, recently I've been doing a lot of uh, research, watching a lot more documentaries and um, reading and audiobooks and stuff like that. Um, because I, I couldn't, huh, man, you got me. <laughs> yeah, listen, uh, this, and you may be entirely right in the long run about what it is that you want to do, but I would make sure that you work organically from the inside out rather than thinking it would be best for me to do this. It would be the most useful thing for me to do this, or this is what I should be doing. Oh, oh. whatever, right? I didn't mean to imply that. I, I just really want to. I, I really, really want to. Well, I'm, except empirically, you don't. Ah, God. Right? That's, I mean, again, I, I, and I'm just, I'm giving you hopefully some freedom here, right? Oh, Which yeah. They forget the shoulds. Let me start with what I'm actually doing. What, what are my values in, at the moment? Now, what I would say is that at the moment, my friend, what you are doing is trying to figure out what the fuck is going on with your family. Yeah. Now, that's yeah. philosophy. Forget writing, forget books, forget podcasting. Your philosophy is, how the hell can I live my values in this family environment? Is it possible? Can it be done? And, and if so, how? And if not, what the hell am I going to do? That's philosophy for you. It's not this abstract thing that's communicated to other people. Fundamentally, it's about the values that you're going to bring to bear in your own life and how the hell that can be possible or not. Right. Oh, that's that, and, and that's what you're really doing right now. And that's why you stood up to your mom. And that's why you're processing what happened with your dad. And that's why you wanted this call. Because like, fuck philosophy is something that you write down. Philosophy is something that you live in your life with your relationships. You're doing it with your friends. And you're now also doing it with your family. And you're basically saying, I've had enough of being Mr. Plasticine, of being Mr. Gossamer Wing, as being Mr. Compliance. I've had enough of appeasement because I can't respect myself if, if I'm appeasing myself to a, if I'm appeasing for the sake of fear of a historical bully. I'm not going to stay in this box called empty appeasement that's been modeled to me by my dad and inflicted upon me by my mom. I am going to express preferences. I'm going to stand my ground. I'm going to be a human being with preferences and feelings in, these, in this relationship. I hope that this relationship can handle it. If this relationship cannot handle it, I've got a bucket load of worms to process. 
right? So that to me is, that is philosophy. The, the books, the podcasts, whatever, right? Who cares? Down the road if you want, right? But the philosophy that you're doing is authenticity and honesty within your relationships. And that to me is real philosophy. The other stuff is like, you know, like you could be a great chef if you put together fantastic meals from raw ingredients. Now, you can be a great chef who writes down recipes and writes a cookbook, but you don't have to write a cookbook to be a great chef. You just have to be able to create great meals, right? Hmm, and so philosophy is, is like cooking. You don't have to write a, a cookbook to be a great chef. In fact, you may be a worse chef for, by writing a cookbook because you're not exploring your writing down. Huh. Right. So so I would say, you know, you're making meals, you're not writing a cookbook and you're talking about writing a cookbook. And I'm saying, well, no, 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 you're, you're arm deep in creating a new meal here calls. What happens if I bring my actual self to all of my relationships? And that to me is real philosophy. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm, I mean, I've been going through this process for a while. And the, really, the only reason that I still feel a connection to my parents is because well, I'll, what I said to my friend, one of the, the honest friends, I, I said, I, I treat my family as like I treat my state. I try not to, to engage with them. But if I if if I'm in an emergency situation, I'll give him a call. And I I guess that's like if I desperately need money for food, <laughs> I'll I'll I, I, I'll give him a call. But sure. um, like other than that, I've just been I, I don't talk to him on the phone unless I unless they call me, which is never, um, or if so I, I, Oh man, I'm just, I'm I just like, I, I just want to tell you, I mean, it completely sucks to, to oh, be yeah. in this situation. I mean, I mean, you're a young man, you're starting out, you need guidance, you need support, you need finances, you need help, you need wisdom, you need experience, you need conversations with, with caring and loving parents. I mean, it really sucks to have to go out you know, naked and alone into the cold world, so to speak. I mean, if if that's what you do, you can do it and you can, but, but so what? Like we can also survive overnight in a fucking snowbank. That doesn't mean that we throw ourselves out of the car in winter, right? We can do it, but it really sucks that we have to. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's all I really like. That's what I, uh, that that's what I wanted so much from that conversation with my dad after the car broke down, just like, you know, just an, uh, like I, I, I just wanted to hear, like, for the first time from him. You know, okay, I can see like you're having some hard times. Let's talk about it. You know, instead of just assuming that he knows the answers. And yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, you were upset not because it was your car that had broken down, right? Yeah, yeah. It was your family that had broken down. Yeah. The car is just a, a metaphor. It's a stand-in, right? Yeah. Because straight after your car breaking down, you went and saw how broken your relationship with your father was. Oh, and that was right, right after. Like I, right I after. walked over there. Right. And, and you cried because something had broken down and you knew that deep down, but you needed the confirmation by going to talk to your dad, right? You needed to make that conscious, that which had been unconscious for so long, which is to say this family relationship doesn't work if I can't express a preference without hysteria and threats of attack and beatings and whatever, right? I mean, that's this clearly not something that's just sustainable. You can't be in a relationship, in my opinion, right? You can't virtuously be in a relationship where even expressing a relatively mild preference causes hysteria and calls for someone to beat you up. I mean, that's yeah. clearly not healthy, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I even remember thinking, um, well, what, what, would I, what would my reaction have been if this would have happened at my friend's house? 
Yeah, yeah like, like some friend says, what, you're not coming over for lunch? I'm going to get a friend of mine to beat you up. It'd be like, <laughs> are you crazy? What are you, four years old? Yeah. Well, I, I was referring to specifically to the car. But like if the car had broken down at my friend's house, I wouldn't have had that reaction. I, I can... I can almost uh, yeah, you'd have been like exasperated or whatever, but it yeah, wouldn't yeah. be that fundamental uh, despair because it's about it's about other things. Yeah, I have to communicate with my dad and I know I can't. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I, I say I had, you know, a similar sort of thing where something wasn't working in my life and I got so completely upset and completely out of proportion to that little stupid thing that wasn't working. It was a computer or something. And then I went straight over to talk to my brother because that's what it was really about, right? And huh. it's all confirmed there. I mean, we have these kind of standards. <laughs> And what we do right afterwards is what we're really upset about. Hmm. And of course, the car is my grandma's car, and it's it, it's yeah, it's still a family owned by thing. My right? parents, so it's it's. I mean that that it's like it's completely dependent on the family. If if they choose to take it away any day, they can. So right. I'm like I'm 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 fighting desperately to. That's why I don't want to cut off communication completely with my parents because I'm just not financially sta- stable right now. Sure. And I, I think I'm, I'm getting there. I, I can definitely see a lot of progress. And a car uh, that's broken down is not responsive to your preferences, right? Uh, can, can you say that again? Well, a car that is just broken down is no longer responsive to your preferences, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, I think, a similar thing to what was going on with your family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being in the driver's seat is a metaphor for having some control in a situation, right? Yeah. Having some effect, having some efficacy in a situation. And when the car breaks down, we're helpless. We, we're not in the driver's seat, or we are, but nothing works. Nothing can be our, – our will can't affect the environment when a car breaks down. And that, again, sounds similar to what was going on with your family. Huh. Yeah. That, I didn't even think of that. That's great. Man. And, like, I, I had another interaction which was very similar um, with an ex-girlfriend she texted me out of the blue and eventually I was like, um, I, I was trying to be as nice as possible, but honest because I know how honesty looks to other people. And I just wanted to know, I was just like, I'm just curious, but like, why did you text me? You know? And then I just get this thing back. That's just like, you fucking moron. You know, how dare you? I'm just trying to be nice to you, trying to have a conversation, trying to be friends. Wow. I'm just like, wow, this is what I get when I have honesty. Like I tried to be honest with you. So it's, sure. And not talking to her again anytime soon. Right, right. Yeah, it's very, very volatile. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I mean, as far as the finances go, I mean, it's uh, it's a tough call. I mean, as you know, probably, I mean, I started all of this stuff when I was 15, which is not anything that I would wish on anyone. It certainly is possible, though it's not easy. Um, and it does rely, it does require some, some support networks and it sounds like you have some great friends, which is a, you know, a real joy to be treasured. Oh, I, I um, can't even, I can't, I, I'm, I can't believe it. Like some, sometimes it's, it's completely different. Like they, um, I, when I was staying with them, they were having a really hard time expressing preference for things like me doing the dishes and things like that. So there was twice where we had these kind of built up conversations where they were harboring resentment and they would uh, like have a sit down with me later and then we worked it out completely and um, now it's it, we we worked out completely that it, it's it's better for both of us if we if they just say at the moment you know hey would you mind doing some dishes I really feel like you're not picking your weight you know 
And, um, and it was great. Ever since we had that conversation, it was absolutely fantastic and easy. And, um, we were just completely honest about it. We had a great conversation and like that we've been doing that as much as possible, trying to really do as much RTR as possible. And I, I had about a year head start of them. Um, but, but, but we're, I mean, I can't even believe it. It's like nothing I've ever experienced before. Right, right. And again, those kinds of changes um, highlight the deficiencies within other relationships, right? Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Right. Absolutely. Right. Well, I mean, in, in my opinion, I mean, it, it sounds to me like you're doing all the right stuff. Like, I mean, and you should, you should, God, I wish I was as smart as you when you were, when I was your age, right? I mean, you, you, it seems to me like you're doing all the right stuff. I mean, you're leaving the door open with your parents if, if they can process that their behavior is pretty outrageous to say the least. You're leaving the door open. Uh, you're exploring higher quality relationships. You are, um, uh, examining and exploring yourself. I mean, I always recommend therapy, but I know that financial circumstances are a challenge right now, but it's something to keep in mind. Yeah, I, I've um, been treating my th friends as therapists. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And th that has some benefits and drawbacks, right, to, to be aware uh, of it. But uh -huh. you, there's lots of stuff that you can do, like uh, uh, journaling and, and talking about yeah. or thinking about dreams and so on. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, so it sounds to me like you're doing – now, you haven't mentioned anything about further uh, schooling or education, and I'm just curious what, what your thoughts are on that. Um, I Well, I never I, – I really struggled through high school. I, my, I really didn't like With it at all. With your mom as your teacher, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I really don't know if I would feel um, comfortable in a college course. Um, and plus the, the finances, I couldn't, I couldn't even think of it now. Maybe in the future I'll think of it. Sorry, and, why can't you think of it now? Because uh, I, I don't think I can afford it. But that's not necessarily how college has to work, right? It is, isn't it? No, I mean, again, I, I, I think you're in the States, right? But there, there are scholarships. Uh, and again, I know you didn't do that great in high school or whatever. But, you know, there are scholarships. There's um, uh, bursaries. There's loans. There's, I mean, you can go and you can just call up uh, a university that you may be interested in. And, and I, th I think university has some real benefits. It's, it's, it's totally different than high school. Obviously, totally different than your high school. It's totally different than, than um, uh, school because you, you do like classes for like 10 or 15 hours a week. And the rest is just study and write and, and read and do some do great stuff. Uh, so, uh, you, I mean, there's some frustrations, you know, status professors and all that. But that's, you know, no matter where you go, that's going to be the case. But, but there are some real benefits to to university some structured and disciplined learning and you get to make arguments and have them critiqued and and you get to do a lot of fun hobbies and you, you sounds like you'd be pretty interested in stuff like the debating club which i think is pretty essential to somebody who's interested in philosophy so there's lots of good stuff that can come out of a college education even if you don't go all the way through to the degree but i wouldn't judge college by any kind of education that you had before because it's a totally different animal at least in my experience and i never went to a u.s uh, university so i'm you know i may be talking out of my ass but certainly in in canada it was very different and there's ways to get the money to do it um which you know you go to a state college they're going to have loans you may be able to get some money from the government to to go to school um and that can be uh, very very helpful uh, so I wouldn't necessarily write it off based on financial causes or financial reasons. There's lots of, of, of avenues to explore to uh, to get to school. Um, and you may graduate with some debt. I know that I did. Um, but, you know, eh, you know, who cares, right? It's the price of a car. How many cars are you going to buy over the course of your lifetime? It's not really that, that big a deal. Um, and, of course, you can also have a job 
during college, you have a couple of months in the summer where you can work two or three jobs if you want to make extra money to pay uh, for it if you don't want to work during during the school year. But there's lots of options and ways to approach getting uh, into a college even if you're kind of stone broke. Uh, and um, that may be something that um, that would be uh, would be worth exploring. Huh. I never really I, – I, I've always kind of had a negative outlook on college. Yeah, I uh, – I mean, to me, the best time I ever had in school was in with doing my master's because I had almost no classes. I had a desk, my own little desk at the library, and I could just go and read, you know, dawn till dusk and write and think. And I had some pretty good conversations with some some good friends at, at college. So um, I think uh, that it's it's fantastic because you also you meet a bunch of people who are you know economists or studying economics. They're studying biology. Lots of people that you can cross pollinate ideas from. Like a lot of my philosophy was influenced by. A guy I had as a roommate who was a, a really great biologist. So, of course, this is one of the reasons why some of my biological stuff is a little bit more up to scratch than, than most. And so, you get a lot of cross pollination. Um, you can, you, there's some great parties, um, and uh, you know, it, it's that a I really, can avoid. well, or not. I mean, it depends. It depends, right? If you if you find people that are fun to hang out with, where uh, they're interested, curious, and challenging, it it can be it can be worthwhile. But um, I, I, w- I wouldn't write it off as, as an option and as a possibility. You can go on a campus tour, you know, like uh, uh, just, just you know, they probably have one starting in January. Um, just, just you know, and you won't have to pay for it. You just, just go over, take a tour of the ca- campus, uh, you know, ask about, you know, how many hours a week are you in class? You know, what is the expectations and so on? Just go do, do a tour of some local um, uh, university and uh, then say, listen, I'd like to make an, a, an appointment with the financial aid specialist. And just sit down and say, you know, here's my fucking life. <laughs> you know, how can you help me if that's something that you're interested in? This is the mess that I'm in. And, uh, and yet I still want to pursue higher education. And, um, you know, what, uh, what's possible that's, that's available for me to do. Like, uh, and and you, you may be surprised uh, that it may become a lot more feasible than you think. It's, it's amazing that you say that because, like, the last three days I've been really – I've been looking for alternative ways to be to get into the the field of psychology, and because I've always just had a negative outlook on college, and of course neither of my parents went to college, <laughs> right? Um, uh, and I I wow I didn't even make that connection until just now, right. and uh, um, uh, I've always had a negative outlook on it, and I, I but I I've been looking like just checking other states to see if they if they have to get a, a permit there to be a psychologist or whatever you know right. just find trying to find alternative methods but i mean i i and i i thought about i even thought that i would reconsider it in the future but i i didn't even think of think of doing some sort of financial aid i mean i know that the state tuitions state state college tuitions are pretty uh, relatively low it's not like harvard or whatever right and you can live like so ridiculously cheaply when you're a student i mean i i had um, this is going back a ways right but i mean i i lived i was like one of five or six people living in a house um for for a whole year i shared a room with a guy like it was two of us in the same room it was like the freaking army or something right oh yeah so, i'm living on a couch right now yeah you're living on a couch and and you can do a lot of that kind of stuff you, you may be able to get into residence where you get uh, you know a tiny little room and, and board and showers and all that kind of stuff uh, i know a guy my, my the, the guy who was a biologist uh, he was so broke he lived in a school bus 
He did. He lived in a school wow. bus that had been parked in the back of a parking lot and that was open and nobody cared and nobody like, it was just there were the wheels the, the tires were off and it was just in the back. And he would shower at the gym and he would get his meals in the cafeteria and he just basically slept in the school bus and studied in the library. I mean, you, you can do some crazy shit to get through through school. I mean, I worked a couple of jobs. I, I lived in, you know, I was paying like 250 bucks a month in rent because I had one tiny room in the back of a house and I biked everywhere. I didn't have a, any kind of car or even a bus pass. I mean, I just biked everywhere. There's some, and, you know, ramen noodles and, and whatever it is that you can eat. The, you I get, like those ramen noodles. Yeah. I mean, so if you've got a taste for that already, you get free, you know, you get a free gym, you get uh, free entertainment. So, you know, there's there was a place... Uh, when I went to school, uh, to college in Montreal, you could get breakfast for a buck. You got two eggs, toast and coffee for a buck. And, huh. you know, you, and it was bottomless coffee. You have a couple of those and you're okay through to mid-afternoon because you're kind of buzzed, <laughs> right? Uh, so, that you know, buy a loaf of bread and just mow your way through it over time. There's lots of things that you can do that can really keep your costs low. And it's kind of like an adventure. You know, yeah. like, you're like you're like a hobo with That's a library. That's looking at it know? now. That's how yeah. I've been looking at it kind of now because I, I, I have been doing that to a large extent, like really um, finding ways to not spend any money uh, right. for as long as possible. And, right. So uh, if, and if you're going to if you're going to be doing sucky jobs and you're going to be living like a hobo, you know, why not come out of it with a piece of paper that's, you know, worth something? Man, I, I man, my friends are going to be pissed because I totally uh, talked them through. Uh, dropping out of college. <laughs> well, here you get to do one of the most mature things in the world, which is to walk up to your friends and say, I, I was wrong. wrong. Right? Because that's what your mom didn't do, right? So, <laughs> yeah. so you can learn from her example and say, well, I'm going to do the opposite and say, um, maybe I was wrong. I mean, if you yeah. want to be a psychologist, I mean, there's lots of ways to do it, right? I mean, you can go through all the way through to a PhD. You can be a, a, a um, psychotherapist with uh, less time or you can, just, there's some, you can just call yourself a therapist if you want, though I think that's a little more risky and you don't need any credentials. But, um, but I, I think that um, I, if I were you, uh, I, would try, I would try a year of college uh, and, um, and see, see what it's like. I mean, the, the alternatives, look, when there's a recession on, it's good to be in school. It, it, you know, it, it, there's no, there are no good jobs out there anyway, at least not, not for someone of your age and experience. Um, so my suggestion would be, and everywhere that you want to go, you know, philosophy or psychology or wherever it is you want to go, all of those destinations are, are creatively enhanced and some are only really possible with, um, post-secondary education, right? So I would, I would go and say, well, I'm going to throw myself at school for a year. You could start, uh, I mean, you could even start in January uh, if you can find some school that's going to throw you some money and give you a semester and just, you know, see, see what it's like, see what the environment is like. And, and I would, you know, throw yourself into a full tilt boogie, you know, read all the course materials and, you know, get, get lists of the course materials. Talk if there may be students there when you go for a uh, tour that will tell you, you know, what it's like and what they like and what they don't like. And you can get a sense or a flavor of the place, but, um, you can do it. Uh, uh you can do it. You're not the only person who's uh, had to bust their way through college and have to, you know, beg for money from, various people that's uh, a time-honored tradition of uh, self-sustainability when it comes to pursuing that kind of stuff and i will tell you this is the last thing I'll, I'll sort of lecture you about is that you know when when you're paying your own way to go through college i mean assuming that you can't get money from your parents maybe you can maybe you can't that's obviously uh, up in the air but but if you can't you will extract every last bit of value that you can out of that college you know when when mom and dad pay for it it's like you know, I'll do the reading, I'll go to classes, but you know, it's, it's not, you don't really take it seriously. But when you're 
you're getting into debt for it, you're taking money for it, you're working two jobs to be there, then you're seriously there to learn. And that doesn't mean not having fun, but you will get more value out of college when you are self-funded through whatever means you can than people, you know, the trustafarians who get their way paid. Um, they just don't, uh, you know, like I remember I had a, a, a girl that was going out with in my third year. I started going out with her in my third year. And uh, she, this is just when we were starting to go out. And she, it was like the third or fourth week of school. And she invited me to go to, to a disco. And I said, uh, no, no, I'm, I'm starting to work on a paper. And we, we'd only been assigned one paper and it wasn't due for two months. But I really wanted to get started on it because I was really excited to do this paper. Huh. And she was there and her parents were paying for everything, right? And she was like, well, what are you talking about? It's not done for, it's not, you know, you don't need to do it for another two months. It's like, but I really want to do this paper. And huh. because I was paying for it and I was getting into debt and I, I was like, I really want to get as much as I can. And that's why I handed in voluntary paper. I just, especially in my philosophy classes, I just kept handing in papers. And they're like, but we didn't assign anything. It's like, no, 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 this is what I think of Aristotle's metaphysics. I really would like you to tell me where I'm right and where I'm wrong. I want to get as much as I can out of this experience because I know what it's costing me. And so I want to extract every last bit of value. I would drive my professors nuts. I'd go to, you know, their, their, uh, they had an open office house. Nobody ever showed up. I'd showed up and sit there and talk to them for two hours. Right. Huh. So I, I put in voluntary papers. I would, I would bring up debates with people in other, um, uh, other fields. And I just, I drunk up as much as possible in that environment. And, um, you don't really get that. I think at least I never saw anyone else do that who didn't, uh, uh, cough up their own blood, guts, cash, and future into the experience. Huh? Yeah. I, I've never even thought of it this way, which is, uh, yeah, I can't How, wait to why tell would my you? friends I mean, that you've I... never talked to anyone about this particular topic who's kind of gone through that that approach. Yeah, yeah. Huh. And I had to take a year off. I mean, I took a year off before, between high school and, and college. And I also took a year off between undergraduate and graduate because I just had no money. And and I didn't know any of this stuff then, right? So that's why I'm sort of trying to you know, pay it forward, right? Like pass on the stuff that I got some grants, I got some loans, I, I patched it together and I was broke half the time. And I don't know how the hell I got through it, frankly. But, um, but you, you know, you, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. And, uh, it, it really is quite an exciting time. And I look, I mean, even at the time I knew it was pretty cool, but, but looking back on it, I look at it as, you know, my hobo with a library years. And I'm, I'm actually, I'm incredibly proud of, of what I was able to do. That's, that's great. That's great. That's absolutely fantastic. I, 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 I it's, I'm really interested now. I'd just like to find out if it is right for me. Yeah. And that's of course the key, right? I mean, it may or may not be, but, um, I would definitely not. Uh, not toss it out uh, because based on anything that to do with school beforehand because it, it's it is completely different. It's the first time, and plus I'm completely different, and you're completely different. You're not being taught by your mom. You're not thinking about being a youth youth pastor. Uh, you're not bored by empty relationships. University is the first time where you're actually treated like somewhat of an adult when it comes to the contents of your own brain and filling it with useful stuff. So uh, I would highly, highly recommend it as a, you know, you're not sitting there in, in class for six or seven hours a day and then with two hours of dumbass, who cares, what's the point, homework. It, it is really, really uh, different. You do get to pick and choose. You do get to pester professors for free time. You do get involved in interesting debates. They actually do want to hear from you in college, which is very different from high school. High school is like, what do you mean you're asking a question? Basically, shut up and you know, do the assigned work. It is much more engaged, engaging and a very different experience in college. And uh, so I, I would definitely uh, look into it as, as uh, a way to ride out the recession and, uh, uh, and come out with uh, some additional credibility and wisdom on the other side. 
Huh. Okay. You know, you know what? I'm going to do some research. All right. I'm well, listen, will you let me know how it goes? I certainly would be, uh, be happy to hear how, how things are going. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks, man. I'm going to end it here because my daughter's just, just getting up and I should uh, okay. uh, do, do a little bit of that parenting stuff. But uh, I'll send you a copy of this and uh, maybe you can let me know if it would be okay to post. Oh, I can already say, go ahead, you know. <laughs> All right. I, I, this was great. This, thank you so much. And uh, th- thank you for what you're doing. You're, you're doing a great job here. And you've really helped me through a lot. Or you've, you've helped me help me through a lot. <laughs> I'm really glad. And thank you for pestering me for the call. Uh, I'm, oh, I'm really, really glad. No worries. No right. worries. Thanks, thank you so much. Bye. Have a great day, man. You too.